Good evening, it is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, the real Nerf Joker, and this is my first episode of my podcast, J-Waves. Thank you for joining me and welcome. What I plan on doing on here is talking about Nerf things and things that interest me, maybe upcoming toys, movies, music, and everything that just interests me as far as my everyday life. So if that's something that you're interested in, I am very excited to share this new adventure with you and talk to you about some crazy stuff. Uh, being that this is my first episode, I do want to talk about something that I that was at the end of the year that I, I ended off the year with, and that was the movie Aquaman, directed by James Wan, starring Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Patrick Wilson, Nicole Kidman, and the list could literally go on and on. William Defoe. Dolph Lundgren, Randall Park, Michael Beach, who did an amazing performance as Black Manta's father. Um, But I I was just so blown away by how close they stayed to the comic. And I was so proud of that because so many movies recently have said, oh, you know, I know that material has been written for forever, but let's stray away from it and let's create something brand new and different and that's just like the wrong thing to do, you know. Uh, after watching The Watchmen and 300 and The First Sin City and uh, other movies that stayed close to it, like a lot of the movies from Marvel, like Captain America, Thor, um, it's already proven time and time again, Deadpool 1, for instance, that if you stay close to the source material, the comic stories, the stories that have already been written, uh, that's like the, that's like the, the way to be most successful. And Aquaman is proving that yet again by almost being at a billion dollars. And uh, I'll even say um, Black Panther. They they were going the right way. uh, And I've had my complaints about Black Panther. But I just think they just strayed a little bit away from the comic. Uh, I definitely like Black Panther in Civil War more than Black Panther in the Black Panther movie. But uh, I'm willing to give it a chance again and see what they do with Black Panther 2 after... Infinity War 2, which I can't wait. That's coming out later on this year. I'm very excited. But back to Aquaman. One thing I liked about Aquaman that was very, very, very interesting was like a lot of the decisions that um, James Wan made, I was just so happy with. And I'm a huge villain guy. I mean, naturally playing the Corpus Christi Joker, I should love villains. But establishing that Black Manta wasn't afraid to kill immediately was just like so mind-blowing and like refreshing in a way that I was like wow you know a real a real villain they did the same thing with Loki in the first Avengers movie like when he came through that portal he immediately just jumps into action and kills all those agents and I was just like yes way to establish a villain a character so quickly so fast I was blown away by that I was like this is fantastic and Black Manta did the exact same thing he came in you know killed the captain and I was just like wow Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, in case you haven't seen the movie, but you should have already seen it. But I think everyone in America has already seen it. It's up to almost a billion bucks, as I said before. Uh, then him fighting Aquaman, and they made Aquaman fantastic. That was almost as great as seeing Captain America in Civil War, like his little, when he jumps on the boat and just beats up all those pirates and uh, and, and uh, St. Pierre as well. This was Aquaman's moment. This was Aquaman's uh, Winter Soldier moment where he jumps on the ship and just beats up these guys to death. Even when he throws that 
like hatch lid at one of them, I was just like, I've been in a submarine. That's some of the hardest metal ever. I couldn't imagine being hit full force at 100 miles an hour being thrown by huge Jason Momoa. Uh, it was awesome. I loved it. It's so fantastic. Uh, and again, they, James Wan, so smart in how he established the characters. Each one of them had their moment. Uh, villain, hero, and even Ocean Master, which I cannot say enough nice things about Patrick Wilson. He's always blown me away with all his amazing performances, but I think by far him being a villain as Ocean Master was just like, wow. Uh, he He was awesome. Perfect casting, perfect costuming, perfect everything. I was just so blown away. I actually gave it a 9 out of 10. And when I did that, many people asked me, like, a 9? I never give 9s. I was like, ah, I never, I never give out a 9. It's, it's hard for me to even remember the last 9 that I gave. But it deserved it. It was beautiful to watch. Great action. Great acting. Nicole Kidman was amazing. And it was just all really well done. Such a refreshing, finally, you know, finally a DC movie where I'm like, Yes, because I've always said from the very beginning, I want to have a movie where I can, like, if I had children or if I had friends that don't know, and say, hey, this is why I like Aquaman, or this is why I like Captain America, or this is why I like Wolverine, and a lot of these movies I can't, I can't do that with. Like, if I tell everybody I love Aquaman, they'd be like, why? I can go and show them Aquaman and be like, that's why. You know, if I say I love Captain America, I can go show them Winter Soldier and be like, that's why. Or I could show him the first Avenger and be like, that's why. I can't do that with Wolverine. Um, I have to show them animated series, the X-Men animated series, and be like, this is why I love Wolverine. I don't think we ever had that Wolverine quintessential movie where we go, this is the reason why we love Wolverine, you know. I can do it with Batman, but it would be the Michael Keaton Batman. Because I think that's the only Batman where he was actually Batman. The difference between Batman, I think, and Wolverine and any of the other ones... Batman is always Batman. He has to pretend to be Bruce Wayne. Uh, he's completely backwards than everybody else. His secret identity is Bruce Wayne. He's always Batman. So he has to pretend to be human. He has to pretend to be normal. And that's that's what sets him apart from any other hero that's out there. Like He has to pretend to be human. Like Clark Kent has to pretend to be human. And that's the dynamic difference between... Batman and Captain America and stuff like that. So in Michael Keaton, um, Tim Burton's 1989 Batman, that's the only time I think in any movie where Batman actually was Batman all the time, he had to pretend to be Bruce Wayne. And uh, I love that for that. And also, you know, he looks so great in that suit. And don't get me wrong, I love the Christopher Nolan ones, but I still don't think the Christopher Nolan's captured um, Batman... The way I'd like to see Batman. I want to see the Batman where the mobsters are... They're not just afraid. They they really have to think about chancing uh, doing a crime. Like, you know, it would be like if... Like, oh, what happened to Joey Squids? You know, oh, he's paralyzed. He's not dead. But he's in Wayne Memorial. Paralyzed, beaten to death, almost. Or bludgeoned to a pulp, to a coma... And is this crime worth that, you know? And and that's what I want. I want there to be more, um, 
like more risk as, as far as uh Batman goes. Like they, I don't think anybody has come close to creating that type of Batman. I think they were doing it with Ben Affleck, but again, it did not come across as that. Like I think if they had let it go or or let him or let Zack Snyder do what he was supposed to be doing, um I think that would have been the the route they were headed because that fight scene in Batman versus Superman where he beats up all those guys in the like to go save Superman's mom, worst part ever, Martha. Martha, why would you say that? Um that was like uh that beating was like, yeah, they're on the right track. This is going fantastically, but then it was just uh, you know, I don't know what happened with him in Justice League and he was so sore and so old already and then the whole storyline was just crazy and jambled. But that brutality was like, yeah, that's the Batman I want. I want that animated series Batman live action basically and I think that's what we got a little bit of in Batman vs. Superman when he beats up all those thugs saving Martha. Anyways, with Aquaman, I was just so happy that you know Amber Heard did a great job as Mera. She was awesome. She didn't back down. They looked fantastic together. She looked great on screen. And it was just a fantastic movie. First act, great. Second act, great. Third act, when he becomes Aquaman, it was like, wow, this is a movie. This is a spectacle and completely worth going to the theater and enjoying it IMAX style. We did IMAX regular and then we did IMAX 3D. And both of those were just like... Oh, wow. What a fantastic time we had in the theater. So kudos to you, James Wan. I think you just completely helped in saving DC. I hope, I hope, hope, hope they let you continue on and maybe do part two, which I think would be fantastic. Uh, and, uh, you know, because you didn't, again, such a smart move. You didn't kill... Your villains, like most of these other movies do, where they just kill off their villains, and then who does he have? Ocean Master's in jail, possibly could get out. Black Manta's being healed, gonna get new uh, armor built, maybe, by the Doctor. And boy, that just leaves so many possibilities for part two, because we all know if we're a comic reader, Ocean Master eventually is going to cut off Aquaman's hand, and that is just the implication of that happening in a movie and seeing it cinematically shot by James Wan in his beautiful cinematography way would just be absolutely fantastic to see. So I'm looking forward to part two, if part two ever happens. I think that's smart. Well, let's talk about wrestling. You know, I do watch WWE wrestling. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm pretty excited about what just happened on SmackDown. I'm not sure if you guys watched or not, but if you did, Becky Lynch stepped in the ring with John Cena, and that whole thing was just fantastic. She was like, I know you weren't expecting a man to come out and face you, but you weren't expecting the man. I thought that was so smart that Becky Lynch did that. I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan, and I'm glad they're finally giving her the chance and the push that she needs in order to get to that top billing that she deserves because she's a really good wrestler. I hope this is all leading up to her winning the Women's Royal Rumble and then also her challenging Ronda Rousey and finally giving us the match that we all want to see her versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. And then I think uh, I think they should do the Bret Hart Stone Cold thing. I think Ronda should put on her arm bar on Becky Lynch, maybe even rough her up a little bit, give her some blood like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And... 
let her pass out instead of tap out and give Becky Lynch the 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 appropriate like a making her the man. I mean, God, that's what worked for Stone Cold, and I think she's on that same track. The crowd, huge pop, huge ovation. They really like Becky Lynch. And I just think that's so cool. I think that's so great for the women's wrestling. But not only that, I mean, I, I know Becky Lynch is such a huge wrestling fan. And this is exactly what her dream was. And, uh, yeah, this is perfect, perfect in line for what she uh, for what she wants. So, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Uh, as far as Raw, uh, Raw was all right. Drew McIntyre, I mean, I'm waiting for Drew McIntyre to have his breakout moment. If he wins the Royal Rumble this time around, boy, that'll just be so exciting. It'll be so wonderful. Uh, but we'll see what's going to happen. I think Drew McIntyre is the only guy on the roster right now that can legitimately look like he can beat Brock Lesnar in a in a championship match. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, and with the Claymore kick, I think that's believable to knock out Brock Lesnar. So we'll see what happens there. Um, as far as Corpus Christi Joker events, I do want to go over some stuff this month. Uh, at the end of January, last Sunday of January, we're going to have Dart in the Park again, Pirate Edition. And it's going to be like, if you want to come dress as your favorite pirate, and we're going to have a huge Nerf War. I'm making up some games for that. I think that's pretty exciting. The Christmas Dart in the Park with the D-Rose Pianos guys was so amazing. That was like one of the most fun events I think I've had in a while. Great turnout. Tons of smiles. Tons of laughs. Everyone had a great time. And the war was fantastic this nerf war on christmas was just oh so good everybody was ready to play everybody was such good spirits and on top of that a lot of kids won free guns between me and the d bros guys we gave away over a hundred guns nerf blasters i keep saying guns but nerf blasters and it was just absolutely wonderful you haven't seen the video go to my facebook corpus christi joker and spend 50 minutes and watch smiles and happiness and fun it's just it's just it's just one of the most coolest things ever. Uh I'm so glad that we started doing this. Um I took over from my friend Dacos. He started doing the Foam Fling Society. He asked me if I'd take over because he knew I was the Nerf Joker on YouTube. Visit my YouTube channel, the real Nerf Joker, if you can. I do all the reviews for all the Nerf guns that I've collected since nineteen eighty six. So yeah, it's quite the long span. Um but he told me to take over, and I did. I've now created the Blue Wolf Pirates, and uh, which is going to be the competitive team for Nerf here in Corpus. And yeah, we've just had such a great time so far, and it's already been a year. 2019 will be year two, starting in January is year two. And I have some pretty cool plans coming up for that. I'm definitely going to be making t-shirts, buttons, stickers, and... Yeah, I'm just looking forward to what the future holds for the South Texas Foam Cleaning Society and also the Blue Wolf Pirates. It's going to be so much fun. Things that I'm looking for right now, uh, Target's supposed to be releasing the new Nerf blaster called the Nail Biter. And it uh, looks like a nail gun, but shoots Nerf. And I'm just waiting to get that. I'm pretty excited about that. What I bought recently was all the Overwatch guns blasters nerf blasters and those are amazing i actually had the single shot mccree which is a rival single loader um blaster 
at the uh, Christmas dart in the park, and I was using that loading one at a time, and uh, it was actually a lot of fun. I think the challenge of having to load so so much, so fast, so quick, while everybody's just completely going nuts and shooting at you, it's like, uh, it's a fun challenge, you know? I've always said I'm a huge um, fan of the Jolt, and everyone's calling the McCree the rival Jolt because it's a single loader, and I'm okay with that. I actually had 12 Jolts on me, plus the two McCrees and my thermal... Uh, blaster from, what was that? Was that from Air Warriors, Busby Air Warriors, which shoots 100 feet per second. So I was pretty well loaded up, but I was really trying to primarily use the McCree because I want to get ready for Jared's big battle in uh, Irving, Texas. So I'm excited about that. So let me talk about the channel here. What I have planned for this channel uh, J waves is just something cool and different. Um, I had stated earlier that I wanted to get away a little bit from the convention line and start doing things just a little bit different this year. And this is one of the first steps that I wanted to take. I wanted to create a cool podcast that I could talk to you guys about movie reviews and movies that I've seen and things that are interesting to me, especially like through Netflix. And cause I don't do reviews for Netflix. I only do reviews for movies in the theater and I've written them always on my personal Facebook. And now I'm going to be doing podcasts here and talking about things that I've watched on Netflix, some of my old favorite movies of all time. And just uh, I'm going to open it up on my Instagram and see if you guys want to give me any kind of questions or ideas or anything that you want as far as where you'd like for me to go with this podcast and also what you'd like for me to talk about. Um, I know there's always been a bunch of questions about how I got started and what happened and um, why I do what I do for the community and why I do so much for Nerf and why I love Nerf. And I mean, I, I collect everything. One sidebar, I should say, is I'm a huge action figure collector. I'm a huge Nerf collector. I, I'm i also really into video games, movies and music and uh, entertainment Um. Even right now, comics, I'm reading uh, Batman Damned right now, and it's just absolutely amazing. I got the first and second episode from Cosmic Comics, and wow, just fantastic writing. <coughs> Excuse me, it was just so much fun to read, and I'm also reading The Batman Who Laughs. Fantastic stuff also. I mean, I've never really stopped reading Batman, ever. I've been trying to collect all of the last thing I was doing was Batman Confidential. Such a great story. Such a great everything. I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, one thing I want to talk about too is movies that are coming up that I'm really, really excited about. One of the ones is, um, it's called, I think it's called the the boy that's King. Um, it's coming up pretty soon. I think it's coming out. Uh, let me see what it's called. I'm trying to look it up on Google. So give me one second. Um, the boy... Boy, that is king, something like that. But anyways, it's a different take on, um, looks like the King Arthur story. And I am just very, very excited about that. I think it's coming out in the end of January, January 20-something. 
And, uh, oh my gosh, I think it looks so cool because it's like about a kid who finds a sword, uh, Excalibur, and it looks like a construction site. And then he's going to take on evil for some reason. He just absolutely wants to change the world because he is actually the king. So, uh, let me see here. I think I got it right here. The Kid Who Would Be King. That's the name of the movie. It is coming out on January 25th. And it is directed by Joe Cornish. And it stars a bunch of people, but looks like Patrick Stewart's one of the names in there. I'm not sure if he's a teacher or what. Interesting fact about Patrick Stewart is he was in the original Excalibur. So I think that's kind of cool that they have that commonality. I think that's interesting. Uh, but I'm very, very excited on this little movie. I love fantasy and I love things like this. And it says, a band of kids embark on an epic quest to thwart a medieval menace. I'm all in. I'm 100% in. I think this looks really cool. The trailer is cool. I'd, give, I'd recommend going to IMDb and check out The Kid Who Would Be King trailer coming out January 25th. I definitely will be checking this out. I am so excited for it. So that's going to be one movie I will be definitely doing a podcast slash review on. And I might even have some special guests, um, some some of my little Nerf Blue Wolf Pirate guys, who I'm, hopefully will go see it with me. And maybe we can sit down and have a little powwow and talk about whether we liked it, we didn't like it, and what they could have done different. But yes, I'm very excited about The Kid Who Would Be King, a new take on the classic King Arthur story. So <coughs> I'm pretty excited about that. It looks absolutely amazing. Um, while I'm on the that same note, uh, I know everybody's excited about Glass. I have never seen... Um, the first one, what was it? What was it called? Split. I never saw Split. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to watch it here before Glass comes out. I have a couple of buddies that want to go see it, so maybe I'll go do that. Um, just looking at here, yeah, I love the Meg. I thought that was great. Ant Man Wasp, fantastic. I absolutely love Ant Man and Wasp. I'm so excited. Oh, the Endgame trailer. Let's talk about that. That's fantastic. I think, in my personal opinion, I think the Endgame trailer is two years after Infinity War. The way Cap looks and how everyone looks and everyone's been dead for so long. It looks like, to me, it's either two to three years after Infinity War. That's why they're so shocked to see Ant-Man show back up and be like, Hey, remember me? I'm not really dead. It's me. I was stuck in the timelines or whatever. So I think that's that's the way they're going to go and try to... And try to change things. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm very excited about that. And of course, I'm super excited about the secret Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie coming out in October. That is going to be great. So those are just some of the movies to look forward to on podcasts that I'm going to be doing from here on out. My plan is to do a podcast uh, whenever I want. I'm going to try to do as many as I can. Just so you guys can have some content to listen to. And... uh yeah, like I said, I'm going to open it up on my Instagram. I'm going to open it up on my Facebook, Corpus Christi Joker Facebook, The Real Nerf Joker on Instagram, The Corpus Christi Joker on Instagram also. I'm going to open it up there and have you guys give me some ideas on what kind of podcasts you would like, what kind of topics you would like, and just kind of go from there and see how it works out. I'm pretty excited about this new adventure. I'm really glad you guys joined me on this adventure, and hopefully you guys enjoyed this first 
podcast. I wanted to do a good solid 25 to 30 minute podcast. I think I've already reached that point. So much love. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of J Waves. If you have any questions, please always email me or go on my Facebook, Corpus Christi Joker Facebook. Go to my Instagram, The Real Nerf Joker on Instagram or The Corpus Christi Joker on Instagram. If you want to email me, I am TheRealNerfJoker at gmail.com. Any question you ask, I will answer as long as it's appropriate. Uh, No profanities if you can. Just because kids visit my page. And other than that, thank you guys so much for listening in and enjoying my first ever podcast on J-Waves. Much love, and I will see you guys real soon.